Welcome to the Garbled Podcast Season 2, a brand new 52-episode collection with a new take on the old format, 52 new conversations about society and what influences it. So without further ado, we present what is being referred to for copyright reasons as the more recent half of 100 plus 2 of the Garbled Podcast, New 52. So yeah, come over and and we'll record and we'll just we'll just sit and talk while paint dries and then well okay so dude <laughs> i think it's actually fucking fortuitous that you picked this topic uh and unexpectedly got drafted into doing home repairs yes dude. yes uh come over uh white wall this fence it'll be it'll be great <laughs> first of all i didn't ask you to white wall anything <laughs> okay you don't have to white wall anything I, I, sir i just put primer on your uh on your walls, yeah. Okay, and I white walled the heck out of your home. Okay, all right. Well, yeah. now you, when you come over, you won't feel like you feel like you're invested. <laughs> What's going on, folks? Welcome, uh, welcome back, Nick. Hey, hey. Uh, uh, welcome back, Nick. Because uh, it's been a couple episodes without you. Yes, I missed you. I missed you, buddy. I missed you too, man. Oh. Don't watch this. Part. Don't don't yeah. Like it, <laughs> for those of you watching on YouTube, it got awkward. Um, <laughs> I don't know about awkward, but yeah, no, it's good to be back. Uh, I I need some time, and uh, I'm still a little bit sick. You're a, thes- <laughs> you're a thespian. I'm a thespian, and yeah. also I I actually did a, a short little vacation. So. Oh, and are you practicing your British accent? You? Actually, it's uh, it's. Um, what do they call it? Uh, a transcontinental. It's a transcontinental. Yes, yeah, so it's it's an American accent, but pronounced with more of a British cadence. Oh, so, so w- it's what not does a that British. Sound like? Well, I'm doing it right now. You're doing it right now. Well, see, you're going British. What well, uh, I'm speaking yeah, with. I American have to juxtapose to your position. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Th- those are the types of words I, I would be now, using. Whenever, whenever I think of a British accent, it's just now. So I do a, a couple of different British accents, I think, but uh, <laughs> they, they all run into one another. And I've been told by How, how's your Cockney? Uh, I don't think it's too bad. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, see, no, that's more like East London. Oh, the fact that you know that, yeah, yeah, you paid attention in uh, yeah. uh, uh, voice class. Yeah, I did. And uh, Cockney's more the uh, uh, the guy down at the docks. I, uh, I'm not going to be able to do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, welcome back. Uh, Thank you. And uh, yeah, thanks for tuning into the Garble Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about... We're going to be talking about homes, specifically what your dream home is, and has that changed because of all of the uh, need to address climate change in more of a hurry than maybe even a couple of years ago we were thinking it needed to be What's done. climate change? That doesn't exist. <laughs> Well, it's a really good marketing term. That, uh, <laughs> no, um, no, uh, this is all based off of my news story. So if we could just jump right into news. Okay, let's go right into news. Well, you know, it's hysterical because you, you're like, not news. Not news. news. Let's jump into it. Let's get it over with. Yeah. <laughs> We're, so just to, just, to, just to set up some backstory for everybody else. So Nick hits me up with this topic. Now, it just so happens that I am in the middle of doing some home repairs myself. Mm-hmm. So I said, hey, come on over. Um, you know, I'm painting <laughs> while the we'll, paint's drying. While the paint's drying, we'll, we'll talk. We'll, we'll do an episode real quick. And he get 
he gets drafted into uh, painting. So yeah. I don't feel bad about that. I no, no, not at all. No, uh, but yeah, you so you I, have I just, pinned me good. <laughs> well, no, but like you proposed this topic not knowing that I was doing home repairs. So you know, I, I think it's fortuitous. Is that fortuitous or is it ironic? Ironic. Uh, is it like Alanis Morissette ironic or George Carlin ironic? <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. We'll go with that. Um, so we're just sitting out on, I guess, my patio. Yeah, patio. Yeah. And uh, we're having a couple beers while we do this one. So I just wanted to like set that up for everybody. Yep. And uh, yeah, you'll get the splendor of us being attacked by flies uh, on YouTube. <clears throat> but yes, so we're going to be talking about this. Uh, do you want to do your news story first, and then I'll do mine? Uh, no, dude, start start off with yours. Okay, mine has nothing to do with today's topic. Okay, so basically, uh, California is currently in the process of drafting legislation that will be voted on, and that will be. Uh, yeah, go ahead, get your dog. I'll set it up. <laughs> uh. California is setting up legislation right now that will require all new uh, buildings to be uh, zero el- electricity or basically electric neutral in terms of their construction. So this is something that will basically be uh, – the new construction won't be adding to the grid's um, burden or supply uh, without – adding in its own energy. So that's going to mean, uh, I don't know about geothermal for, uh, for California specifically. I would think that would be something they could tap into, but, uh, any alternative energy, geothermal, wind, um, solar, uh, specifically, uh, since they get a lot of sun, especially in the Southern part. Um, I would, ten- mm-hmm. I would think that, um, Southern California would look into solar, like as you mentioned. Yep. Uh, Geothermal is kind of risky, especially along a fault line. Well, it's expensive, but uh, well, okay, I see what you're saying about risky. But, but. I, I, I would see tidal energy, um, um, from the That's coast. That's a good one. Yep. Um, so the way that tidal energy works is that there's these uh, propellers that are buried uh, at a certain depth that use the motions of the waves to generate. Um, electricity by turning the turbines underwater. Yep. And, uh, uh, and uh, I think Holland is one of the biggest examples of that. And uh, really any coastal area can be used for that. So I would think that California having, you know, damn near the entire West Coast of the United States would look into that. Yeah, it's hard to tie that directly to uh, buildings um, for for this. So that's going to be the key when as they work out this legislation is if you're going to be like uh and I know out here um on the east coast it's Toll Brothers mm-hmm. that does a lot of new home construction and you know for them to say well we're putting up you know 50 to 100 buildings, you know, homes they're cookie cutter type homes uh and to offset the electricity it's going to be um you know we'll be investing in um uh what did you say title title uh, energy title energy that that could be how it, how the legislation works out um but if you're just thinking about a home and if you were going to go build your dream home you have to take that into consideration especially if you're building it in California that's interesting i i think it's it's uh 
it's long overdue is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's interesting Agreed. that they're like they're putting the emphasis. So it, so instead of making it like a, a, a government mandate, they're putting it on the companies that are actually doing the building. Well, it is a government mandate. Well, no, but that is that is putting you know housing codes into place to specifically drastically, uh, uh, you know, start to tackle uh, energy being used in newer buildings, which are inefficient. So you have to make the home efficient, and you have to um, add in extra elements for uh, electric. Well, no, I I think I worded it wrong. um, So, yes, it is. a government mandate, but I, I think it's interesting that they're putting it on the, the companies that are doing the building to take care of instead of saying like, okay, like here's what, so it, there's no guidelines, it, it, like okay, this is what we want built, in terms of like this is how the houses are going to be done. Mm-hmm. They're putting it on the companies to come up with the guidelines themselves within the parameters that they set. Sure, and and that's how they do any kind of building code. So if you take the those kind of efficiencies out of it, you know, you have to put studs two feet apart, right? Mm-hmm. Like to, when you're when you're putting up a wall, and that that's already been there. So this is just extra requirements that they're already doing. Think of it for your car, like uh, uh, emission standards. California's always had a different emission standard than the rest of the country. Yeah. So well, yeah, yeah, because of the fucking smog back in the seventies. Right. Have you ever seen the 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 smog filters that they did with that? Where they compared it from? Oh the, yeah, the oh the photos. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and I mean, you could look at uh, uh, cities in China now. Yeah. Oh yeah, China's going through it right now. Well, and that's one of the reasons why China's become so green focused. It's not that they are, you know, necessarily buying into the idea of climate change or not. It's not necessarily that they're they're you know trying to be eco friendly or anything. It's just that there's such a huge need to correct the 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 air pollution that they have going on in cities like Beijing. Yes. It, it's so, you know, it's coming from a sense of necessity as opposed to like genuine concern for the environment. Well, and and, and that's one fine. usually Look, leads to the other. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm not say, I'm not ju- I'm not placing judgment on that. I'm just saying that that that's like let's not like I don't want to throw bouquets at fucking China and say that oh yeah they're leading the way yeah they are leading the way but not be- because things are so fucked up there you know what I mean they, they they've allowed it to get to the point where there's no other choice if you will yeah and I mean that's what we're all trying to avoid getting to on a global scale right uh, all right let me get into my news story Go for it, it has absolutely nothing to do with this topic but cool. it's going to lead into a topic that we're going to definitely broach uh in the future like i'm i'm setting up something i'm i'm trying to set up two interviews uh to do this okay so um so this is this is a preview yeah this is kind of like a preview so um marvel is in the middle of trying to figure out what they want to do with the x-men and there's been a lot of talk going back and forth where when when the X-Men exactly would come out in the MCU and when um, how they're going to do it. And I think one of the ways that they're going to do it is the, through the WandaVision show and the mm. um, Doctor Strange 2 movie, the, the uh, Dimensions of Madness or something like that. The Multiverse of Madness, that's what it's called. Gotcha. So uh, I think they're going to set up the X-Men in, in those two series. 
And uh, one of the big changes that they were talking about that kind of got a stir out of me and the group of friends I'm in uh, was they're thinking about. So anybody that follows X-Men, by the way, Jonathan Hickman, uh, uh, not, not Jonathan Hickman. Brian Michael Bendis right now is doing some amazing work in uh, uh, X-Men right now. Uh, Marvel is recommitting itself to X-Men. And uh, good. Yeah. I mean, well, so for anybody who does not follow comic books, you would think that the Avengers are the strongest story or strongest comic book in the Marvel universe. And that's not been the case. It it's always actually been the X-Men. It's only in the last 10 or 15 years that the X-Men have kind of fallen off because of the whole Fox property rights thing. But, uh, um, so they're, they're in the middle of relaunching the X-Men right now. And, um, one of the discussions that came up online was that, uh, they're really thinking about redoing Magneto and Xavier and recasting them as people of color. Um, what that exactly means, we're not 100% sure. I have my ideas. But so Magneto classically has been a uh, Eastern European, Polish, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, Holocaust survivor. Holocaust survivor, right. And that's that's his backstory. That is, you know, he's a Holocaust survivor. He survived World War II. Xavier has always been either British, British-American, uh, British American. <laughs> well, it's an estate in upstate New York. <laughs> I just never, I've never heard this uh, that term, British American. I've never heard that. Well, because I think his father is British and his mother is American. I'm not. I'm not too familiar with Xavier's backstory. <laughs> Does that make us all British American? <laughs> Why not? Well, anyway, um, I think it's fascinating. Uh, uh, just toying around with this idea of making them both men of color. Yeah. Um, one of the key aspects of, of Magneto's backstory is that he's a Holocaust survivor, that he survived a genocide. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that presents difficulty in the modern age because that would mean that any actor that's playing Magneto would have to be in his 80s, realistically. Only? Uh, I mean, would have to be in his 80s. Yeah. I mean, World War II ended in uh, forty six. Yeah, forties definitely. Right. So, do the math. You know, he'd have. I'm trying. Be, he'd uh, have 15. to be in his seventies or eighties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At, uh, the, at the minimum, right? Yep. So, um, rather than do that, I think it would be more interesting. Well, first off, I think making them men of color adds. Uh, so. Is there a basis for this in the comic books at all? No, there's no basis for this okay. in the comic books. In the comic books, they've been two white men. Uh, but if you want to modernize it, I think it adds an interesting layer of, so for me, the X-Men, yeah, and one totally. of the, one of the reasons that I've always loved X-Men is that X-Men is kind of representative of other. It's that, um, you know, whether you're gay, lesbian, transsexual, black, Hispanic, whatever, you know, you are other, you are not, uh, mainstream, mainstream, right. And you're different that's than why, societal norms. Well, no, I, I, that's kind of harsh. No, no, no. I mean, that's how someone would view you. Yeah, okay. like uh, that was of the you know norm that was put forth. Right, right. For right. what our you're society not the Eurocentric is. norm. Right, and that's why I think X Men comic books always resonated with me and resonated with a lot of people because it 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 represents that other mm-hmm. and 
making Magneto and Xavier or one of them, you know, possibly I, I think it should be Magneto, mm-hmm. uh, uh, a man of color and putting him in instead of um, a European genocide, putting him in an African genocide. Like, let's say he was a Rwandan refugee survivor or, you know, pick pick a genocide that's taken place in Africa. That's going to make 90s. it that's going to make it very interesting when he's confronted by a war machine. War machine or Black Panther? No, war machine. Why war machine? Because Don Cheadle was in Hotel Rwanda. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. It was a terrible joke. Yeah, it wasn't I'm not. It? I'm not going to apologize for it. It was terrible. Okay, but yeah, I think so. I'm like uh, Marvel. If you're listening to us, send us money. One, two, uh, run with that idea. I, I'd be okay with a writing credit. Yeah, like uh, make make Magneto because I I feel like that adds a layer of. Extra hatred to him, you know, like because extra though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they were both well, they're caught up in victims of a, a attempted genocide, right? But I feel well, growing. <laughs> okay, so him being Eastern European now, if he comes over and loses the accent, he passes for white, right? But if you make him African. There is that extra layer of hatred that he experiences as a black man in America. Okay. And that's what I'm getting at. Okay. So it kind of makes some of Magneto's actions in the comic books a little like you you understand it a little better because there's that extra layer of 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 hatred that he's had to experience. It's not just, you know, as a as a Holocaust survivor, he's seen what man is capable of at their worst. As a member of a hated, you know, race, but he's also a mutant. But now you add to that that he's also black or a man of color. That spices things up. And it's really easy for. Uh, uh, go ahead. You were going to say something. I forgot. I, no, I, I was and I stopped myself. But since you called me out on it, um, he was a mutant and Jewish. Yeah. That's that's not spicy enough? No. He could be part of two hated groups in he's, that he's scenario as well. He's part of two hated groups. Right, right. And now By some, by some, not right, you know. Uh but like adding him to like a th- I I get what you're getting at. I get okay. what you're getting at. Like Thank he you. was a member of two hated groups. But now I'm saying that um in in 2019, very few, you know, th- that understanding is is lost on this. I think modern. I retelling, I, right? I agree that the new take would help illustrate the 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 plight. Is that the right word? Sure. Um, I I think it would it would reinvigorate the story and everything I had heard about how Marvel was going to tie in the mutants was we're going to give it a rest. We're going to let this one breathe, especially after the last X-Men movie, which was just fucking got off, which is terrible. And, uh, they were just like, yeah, we're we're going to give it a story again. We're going to give it, uh, like 10 years. 
We're going to give it like 10 years, and then we're, we're going to maybe start rolling them back in. So if they're stepping it up, that's awesome. I can't wait for those future episodes, but let's not dive too far into Yeah, that. yeah, because we're going to talk about <laughs> this later. Yeah, exactly. We'll do the whole episode then <laughs> as part of our news segment. <laughs> All right, new, building a home. So building a home. So let me ask you this. Okay. What's your I'm in the process so. of, of of fixing up this one, and if you don't mind me saying, it's it's a classic row home. Yeah. Uh, you know, in no, a uh, section of Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, in Philly, and uh, it, it, it's cookie cutter. You know. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Because if you look at the schematics of like, if you look to my neighbor to the left and to the right of me, their house is pretty much set up identically, uh, down to the tiling that they used in the bathroom. Uh, because this house is. 85 90 years old yep and when it was built that's that's how you did it you know that's what people wanted yep and they and you built it to uh house as many uh of your uh factory workers yeah yeah so because it was big industry back then so especially in philadelphia yeah and and where it's located uh which is going to be remain vague but um because i don't want people showing up on right right (laughs) my not lawn and um (laughs) As your dog takes off. Um, anyway, so, yeah, so, I, I don't know. I've never asked you this. Dream home? Uh, yeah, I guess this was, I mean, well, okay. So This is what you envisioned? In no, the- no, 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 no. I want to I clarify a couple things. I never had ambitions to, like, buy a home. That was something that happened when um, my son was born. Because I felt like I had to leave something for him, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Because, uh, and I've said this before, I I, uh, I don't feel like as people of color we do enough to leave something for the the next generation. Like I feel like a lot of, and this might be I don't know more than you're asking, but like I I don't feel like my mom had a very okay you're gonna go out and make it on your own type of thing and. One yeah. of the things that I wanted to make sure was that my kids didn't have to struggle the way I struggled, right? Okay. Um, and I don't think that uh, in 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 POC communities that that's like a very big thought. You know, it's it's just like, all right, well, you know, we we sweated and toiled, and they'll sweat and toil too. But if I could make things a little easier for my kid by having, you know something for him that was because i feel like that's one of the things that separates classes is is inheritance right if you inherit something then you start off a little bit better than the people that left that for you right yeah no i absolutely and you know so when my son was born it be that that idea kind of like was in the back of my mind and i I said all right i want to i never saw myself owning a home as as me myself, I always thought I was just going to be one of those guys that rent. And honestly, I don't see why you would want to buy a home nowadays if you don't have kids. Honestly, I, I so really don't. what the heck did I just end up painting? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I have it now, and um, yeah, I mean it's it's I I uh, I see it being something that I'm going to leave for my kid, and you know he's going to use it to start a better life for himself somehow. If that means that, you know, he takes it and sells it, then so be it. But it's, it's, uh, it's still an asset. It's right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I get that. I get that. So let me ask you then to expound past that. All right. So 
take your take money off the table. Okay. Take, you know, I'm 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 going for the dream, not the reality. What is what would be your dream home? It would probably be a condo, honestly. Condo. Yeah. I would I would totally because again, I just don't unless you have kids, I really don't see why the the appeal towards a house. I don't, me personally. You know, like I've been at your apartment. It's a, it's a nice apartment. I could see myself yeah. jumping from apartment to apartment every five, ten years. Yeah, and you know, the, the appeal of apartment living and and it, you know, the flexibility of it, um, such as it is, mm-hmm. that you know, I, I get where that makes sense um, in today's society. I mean, it's not like it was before when home ownership was something that was a, a, a drilled into your head. Yeah, you you haven't made it until you own your own home. Like if you don't. Oh man, I had a I had a friend whose wife, like he proposed to, uh, he got engaged and everything, and the wife. Uh, well, they're married now, obviously. Right. Uh, but she didn't want to get married until they had closed on a home. Right. Like that was. Because it's putting the cart before the horse. Yeah. Right, right. Like, why would we, you know. Yeah. No, uh, I, I, I don't want to invest that. in a, a wedding or any of that until we have something that's ours. <sighs> yeah. And, I mean, if you can buy it outright in cash, it's yours. <laughs> <laughs> but so <laughs> Till then, it's like, the Who banks. the fuck has the money to. What was the average? So, well, I, I looked well, at. I don't mean to jump ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. I, I looked at. I looked at the average cost of building a home, mm. right? So if you're building your dream home, right? Because you're not going to find one that is your dream. You're going to have to create that. I I think for most people, right? Right. Um, so the average cost of building a home in the U.S. is $147,000. That doesn't include the land uh, that you're that you're putting it on. And it makes no aspirations to... Uh, where it is. So if you were putting a condo up, you wouldn't be putting that in farmland in Iowa. So, you know, you're looking at probably, you know, like where would it be located? The dream home? Yeah. Oh, man. I would. Where would you put your condo? I don't. Oh, my condo? Uh, Somewhere warm and nice. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Like, like, like. Miami? Miami, I was just going to say, or Fort yeah. Lauderdale or Fort something Lauderdale. like that. Yeah, yeah, like Florida, unfortunately. Right. Exactly. Yeah, so, like, that's where you put a condo. That's where a Florida condo man. You could. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, want to. Okay. Your Florida man story would be epic. I, I just, I, I believe that. I, I don't want to go to the West Coast because that's fucking scary. I don't want to be where <laughs> the ground shakes. Right. Like, How about well? Let me put it this way. How about uh, somewhere old city Philly? Oh yeah, I could totally. Yeah, I could do. There's a there's a spot in Philly. Um, these condominiums uh, near like old city that yeah, I've always kind of like dreamed about. Oh, I I looked at the ones on Front Street. Yeah, like I'm looking at them. I'm like, that's awesome. That would be awesome, right? Right by all the uh, all the bars and and like Washington Square area of uh, Old City. Oh, I would never be in my apartment. Penn's Landing, yeah. And you just go there to crash, and you just you're just out with the people because you know it's a dream home, so you're living the dream at that point. Right. So yeah, absolutely. Which is just drinking every night. Right. Exactly. But let's say you know, and if you remember before they put uh, the casino on uh, on. Uh, Columbus Boulevard. I don't think it's Columbus Boulevard anymore. Uh, Did they change it? Delaware Avenue. Delaware Ave. Whatever. 
I don't know. <laughs> Fuck but Columbus is what I'm saying. When they, uh, <laughs> when he they didn't uh, discover shit, <laughs> he, he can't he, discover something that has people on it already. He, he stumbled upon. <laughs> sure. That okay. You're right. Genocide. We'll call that stumbling. He went. Ha ha. India. What? Yeah, no, it is. I don't know if enough people know that story. Can I tell that story really? real quick? Go ahead. All right, all right, all right. Sorry, we're going off the rails a little bit. Um, yeah, but the whole, the whole, the the whole reason that Native Americans or Native people or First Nations people, just to be PC, um, are referred were referred to as Indians for so long was because fucking Bobo Columbus over here uh, thought that he had landed in India. So therefore, these people must be Indians. It's like, well, I we've never called this land India, and he was like, I don't care. I have scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> you, have, you know what the you know what Indians, the, uh, the First Nations contribution to to uh, the European settlers were? Besides the first Thanksgiving. Yeah, oh, <laughs> oh. I knew that would. I knew you oh. love that. No, uh, syphilis. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Syphilis, Ray. Syphilis was the uh, the the gift that keeps on giving. That, that keeps on giving uh, that the First Nations people gave to the European settlers, and they brought it back to Europe, and have never been able to get rid of it. I I honestly thought that was uh, uh, an import, not an export. That's funny. <laughs> That's really dark, funny. Really dark. Um, Okay, but <clears throat> so back to it. Back to building this. Back, back to the conversation at hand on Delaware Avenue. So yeah, if you're putting it on Delaware Avenue, you know we're not looking at the uh, the land, but you know let's 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 put it there. You know, like uh, so back before they put the casino in, uh, I saw an entire city block that had been knocked down and was for sale that nobody bought for years, years. Right across the street from the casino, by the way. So it's basically like waterfront adjacent. Isn't that where they fucking built the punchline and all those, uh, yeah, those bars and clubs now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're revitalizing that area. Right, and the developer bought it up for a song. You had to buy it from the city. The city owned it, and I was like, who wouldn't just buy it and wait for development? You know, and and I had that thought and kept rolling, <laughs> and, it, and now it's yeah, now it's Northern Liberties or whatever. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever Northern they Liberties call it. is swallowing up. Yeah. And, and and it was right there and you know, you could have had it. But let's say let's say you you bought into that with like 20 other people to put put condos in. That was waterfront adjacent, right? Mm. So, awesome. So then you spend your 150, let's call it, to put up your condo. What does your condo look like? Uh, two bedroom. Okay. See, I don't know, man. I I've, I've stayed in uh some su- like hotel suites that like I thought were perfect fucking apartments. Yeah, like I, oh, absolutely. I don't I don't really need, if it's just me or if it's like me and my son, I don't need a lot. You know what I mean? Like two rooms, uh, kitchen, bathroom. I mean, kitchen, living room type deal. Like okay. I really, you know what? One of the I don't know if it, um, like if you walk through IKEA and you look at the way that they have set up a lot of the uh, um. You know, because IKEA is one of those places that you can go shopping for furniture, and it's set up for like tight spaces. I think, and and yeah, I'm really, 
attracted to that. Like, I, so I the, like the, is like it the efficiency? Yeah, I like the efficiency in the functional space. You know what I mean? Yep. So, like I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, me personally, would not need a lot of space. Okay, so that's good. So you decide uh, you you've you've got an aesthetic. Mm-hmm. You've got the space. Maybe nine hundred square feet. Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah, and and that's cool. So your budget for the square footage, by the way, is very nice. If you're looking at 150, right? Right. So you've started building out sort of the aesthetic of it, right? Mm-hmm. So l- let's let's talk about this. Let's talk about what about you? You said Wait. the kitchen. Whoa, hold on. Oh, okay. Let's oh, let's work oh. through this thought exercise. Okay, all right. I put some thought into the thought exercise. Let's let's see where it goes. Okay, I'm sorry. No, no, you're fine. You're fine. There's a point. Forgive me. Is Go all ahead. I'm saying. <laughs> I forgive you. Okay. All right. So you know you you said uh, uh, kitchen, yeah. Yeah. All right. So so flush out the kitchen for me. What what is. What is in your kitchen? I want one of those island thingies because that's where you do like the food preparation. Okay, so food prep island. Okay, yeah, are you, is your is your sink? I've seen this before. Is your sink in the island or is it on the wall? It's on the wall. Sinks on the wall. So the sinks they, on the wall next to the stove. Uh, see, I'm not a I'm not a kitchen person, but okay, you know, like I I I do know this, like being a homeowner. Okay, there's two rooms that everybody looks at. It's the kitchen and the bathroom. Yeah, and, if those sure. two and rooms, we'll get to the bathrooms. We'll get if those two rooms are in order, then then you know they don't give a fuck about anything else. The, those are the two rooms that like most people when they're shopping for a home look for. Cool. If those two rooms are 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 set up nicely, then the the house will sell. I've got one other that I'm thinking of in terms of the uh, condo, mm-hmm. especially uh, if you're doing waterfront adjacent. How how many stories, by the way, is your condo? Uh, one story. Why be one fancy? story? Yeah, just that's one. not a condo. That's a bungalow. Oh, uh, I mean the the store. Uh, um, the how many? Itself? How many? How many floors? Uh, I don't know. Seventeen. Seventeen floors. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you. I thought you were asking me if I would have one of those multi level condos. Yeah. No. Fuck that. That's wow. So you got like a you got like a rancher going on because condos are are typically three stories or more, three to four. Okay. So which would be which would be yours? Three or four? Wait, are you talking about like floors? Floors. How many? Okay, so in the condo, if we're looking many? at yours, uh-huh. you have you have you have a basement, you have a first floor, you have a second floor. Right. Right. So in this condo that you're building, mm-hmm. right, you have a basement, first floor, second floor. You going third floor? No, no. no I wouldn't floor. even. No, I wouldn't even. Ha- I'd be one floor. All right, live the dream, man. No, I'm I'm live telling you, that's all I need. <laughs> all right, fine, fine, fine. I can work with this. Like, I can work shit, with this. You give me a hard time because I'm trying to be no, fucking like. I'm efficient. just saying you you need to dream big, man. Okay, well that is dreaming big for me. Okay, I don't require a lot. My dream's a castle. Don't okay. make me look like all right. a castle. Like, that, all right, that's fine. All right, that's what you want, <laughs> but I don't want to fucking walk around and have to clean thirty two chambers. That's why you have the never mind. Uh, <laughs> No, okay. All right, fine. So let's stay in the kitchen. Let's stay in the kitchen. So you have an island, right? Uh-huh. I, have uh, an island. I have a stove. You have a I stove. Have a Great. Oven. What's your stove? Describe your stove. Uh, it'd be uh, one of those flat surfaces where um, <laughs> it's a stove. I mean, like. It's a stove. All right. Well, what's it running? Is gas, it gas electric? electric? Uh, is it natural gas? Is it, uh, 
I don't know. Hydrogen? What probably electric. I would probably make it electric. Because you go one electric. The, yes. One of the things that I would like to do is uh, if it was like my condo and I got to pick this out, I'd like to have, I'd like to be in one of those condominiums that has uh, the electric panels. The electric panels. On the roof. Solar electric. panels? Yeah, solar okay. panels. Okay, solar panels. All right. What did I say? You said electric panels. My bad. Uh, solar panels that generate electric energy. Yeah. And um, that's why everything in my uh, condo would be electrical. Okay. Well, that's that's awesome. Okay. And that's and that starts the thought process of what we're talking about when we're talking about what California is trying to do mm-hmm. is having that mindset where you're going, okay, so we're not bringing gas into the house. Right. At that point, we're running it all electric, right? So you have to have start having those thoughts. How many people and I'm wondering, how many people do you think would say Excuse me. How many people would you say are uh you got one more in you? No, I'm d- wait, I think yeah. I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. All right. Sneezing. How- <laughs> done sneezing. How uh how many people would say, Okay, my vision is this and I always had, you know, a gas stove. A natural gas stove. I always had, you know, those stoves in my brain when I was creating it my, myself and not taking into account the, you know, the environmental effects. Okay. Right? That's all good and well, but I think that's kind of like outdated thinking nowadays. Well, it might be, but, but you know, you suddenly give somebody a, a car blanche to design their house. How many people are taking that into account? Fair enough. Right? So I, now we need to start thinking that way. I'm glad you jumped ahead mm-hmm. to that because that's good. But that's only where you start. So you've committed to solar, right? In your scenario, and you and, and you have and, the electric uh, wind as a backup because you always have a backup. Okay. Well, I, uh, well, okay. Let's let's then skip ahead. Well, no, no. Let's not skip ahead. So you said bathroom was the other one that people look at. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. What, what's your bathroom looking like? Uh, again, you know, a toilet, a sink, mm-hmm. a shower area. Going tub at all? No, I don't want a tub. You go. You go stall shower, yeah? All right. First of all, I think fucking bathtubs are disgusting. Uh, <laughs> I don't like the idea of laying in my own filth. What? You don't like your used soup? Yeah, yeah basically. And that's, that, I, I don't know. That's one of those things that my mom and her OCD cleanliness kind of, like, I, the, the idea of stewing in my own filth mm. does not appeal to me. Isn't that luxurious, though? <laughs> you get you get some jets, so you really slough off all the excess, right? And then you're sitting in that soup of only for like a half hour, forty five minutes. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'll take a shower. Or tell the movie I'm watching on the flat screen I have mounted on the TV on the wall. Yeah, Yo, you know, if it's you done. Have the time to do this bullshit? <laughs> you are clearly more financially well off than I am. Oh, come on, dude, you earned it. I'm happy that I can just take, like, a 10-minute hot shower. Nice. I'm See, fine. I go cold, so if if I was doing a, a tub, it would I find it refreshing to be in a cold uh, tub, but that's more of a gazpacho, I guess. Okay. <laughs> have, we, have we gotten that analogy to the grossest part? Because hot filth versus cold filth. <laughs> it's still a soup of you. Yes. Yeah, so like bathtubs have never appealed to me at all. All right, so cool. And you're not throwing in like an extra jacuzzi or anything crazy no. like that. I mean, not, not your thing. That's what hotel rooms are for. 
So if you're, if you're gonna do use soup, you do it away. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a home game. That's an away game. Yeah. All right. Cool. So all right. Uh, what's feeding your uh, feeding your bathroom? In like, terms of well, water is water? a big part of the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, it is. What, what's feeding it? Huh? How you getting your water? Uh, okay. You're already in the city, so obviously there's going to be some well, municipal water. I said Miami, there. right? So you could pump Oh, you said Miami. I, we, we moved it to oh, Philly, but you can move Philly. it back to Miami. Okay. No, no, cool. no, 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 no. All right, that's fine. We can work with that. Uh, you get water from the Delaware. So, okay, so you're running uh, your own independent no, 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 piping? Not, uh, no, 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 no. But, like, there's two main water sources in Philadelphia. That's the Schuylkill and the uh, Delaware. Right. Right, West Philly gets all its West Philly and Southwest Philly gets all its water from the Schuylkill, and okay. the um, the rest of the city gets its water from the Delaware. Okay, I thought so, about this. That's cool. That's where you're getting it. All right, what are you, what are you doing? Uh, you just going with what what they give you? Yeah. Okay. Sure. So not? in mine, I I, I uh, what, what do you want to do? Collect rainwater? I I absolutely have a rainwater collection system uh, in place. You can't. Exclusively use that. In no, you Philly. can't. No, or in PA, I forget which it is. PA. Um, yeah, you can't exclusively use it. So, you can definitely supplement with it, and uh, you know, I would absolutely have that as part of it. But now you got to worry about, and I think even with municipal water, you got to think about uh, how are you filtering it. Okay. So, do you invest in the water filtration? For specifically your shower. You Americans crack me up with this fucking water filtration bullshit. Why wouldn't you filter it? Well, okay. So growing up outside of the U.S., I, I've seen the work that people do to get fucking water. Okay. It, yeah. it, 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 it is hysterical to me that people buy bottled water and go through the process of getting bottled water when you got perfectly good water coming out of the fucking tap. You do. And yeah. you, you've you allowed yourselves to be sold on this idea of water filtration by companies like Brita and everything that all they're doing is throwing a fucking like uh, 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 what do you call that when you put it on a glass window? Um, that, that screen? Uh, what? The, the screen that they put on the window to keep the flies out, but you can open the window. I always call it a screen. Okay, well, yeah, they're essentially selling you this filtration system. Right, and they just screened it. Yeah. It's just a fucking screen. It, 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 it's a coffee filter with a fucking wire mesh. And no, I'm really serious. This is one of those things that really bothers me. Like it, it like, and one of the things that I don't think people realize with water that you buy bottled is it doesn't have fluoride in it. So like, I had a friend who drank nothing but bottled water for 10 fucking years and then started having all these tooth problems. And I'm like, yeah, it's because you're not getting the fluoride that everybody else gets in the tap water. Yeah, you got to buy your bottled water and your fluoride supplement. <laughs> That's not a thing, I don't think. It might be. It, I, it might be. It might, it might very be. well I, be. I don't know. If not, you know, Avion needs to get on that. I had a friend who... Or Nestle. <laughs> Nestle, right. I had a friend who, who, for the first three years of his kid's life, fed the kid nothing but bottled water and, and they then, wonder why he didn't have an immune system well and then when he gave when he started giving the kid regular water after the third year uh wondered why the kid was always sick yeah well i'm thinking more about filtering out things like lead 
and other harmful elements. And I'm also thinking more like uh, scaled up Brita. So what okay. I'm talking about is like the charcoal filtration. Fine. All right. So, you know, if you put that in, that would work. Also, uh, oh, no. Uh, okay, we're safe. Sorry. Dog interference. Dog interference. Yeah, this is what happens when you <laughs> record live. Um, so, live on tape. Live on tape. Recording live from somewhere. Um, yeah, so if you have that kind of filtration system in there, right, and you're also taking the water direct, you're not storing it, right, which is where tankless water heaters and things come in. That. Which I have, by the way. I set up my house with a tankless yeah? water heater. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good job. Um, that's so, how I get that endless hot shower. Nice, exactly. So that kind of thing also more efficient because it's not storing the energy uh, or using constantly using the energy to reheat the same water. It's only doing it on demand. I've been wanting to do it for a while. I just mm-hmm. it's expensive. It's expensive, but you know, not super at, expensive, but just at the same time, it, when you're replacing a water heater with a water heater versus you know, or, or building and putting it in for the first time. That is when you have uh, – that's when you should do it. Right. You know, you shouldn't just do it on a whim for a two-year-old water heater just because you want to. That's not the uh, correct way to do it. Right. But when it's time to replace or if you're building new, definitely go tankless. It helps out. So we've talked about the bathroom, right? Mm-hmm. We've talked about that. Let's see. Do I want to – which way do I want to go? Let's do it this way. Uh where are you sourcing your materials? This is going to sound pretentious. Sourcing my. Where materials. are you sourcing your materials <clears throat> to to build your to construct your home? I would like a young Yugoslavian uh, lady to chop the wood down and uh, in Yugoslavia. In Yugoslavia, ah. from a Yugoslavian forest, and I'm I'm being an asshole on purpose. I don't I don't know. I didn't think that far ahead. Um, I know, you know what yeah. I can tell you one thing. Uh, uh, I, uh, you know, I'm still stuck on the fact that you're sending this poor lady out into the woods. <laughs> well, probably I, a single bladed axe, not even a double bladed axe. I, I could have been an asshole and said like somewhere like Guatemala, but I figured, let you know what? I, I feel like my people have suffered enough. Let's let some uh, East European people. Yugoslavia is not a country anymore, anyway. Don't tell them. <laughs> But uh, no, I, I I get where you're going with this, and no, I didn't think that part out. And that's and that's one of the issues. A lot of people don't think this thing through, right? So especially when they're getting a contractor, they're sourcing a contractor. Yeah, but Nick, for, I also to, to build these things. I also want to point out that mo- the average person doesn't have one hundred fifty thousand dollars to build their house. They're usually buying something that's already been built and is one of those, you know. So it's a little right. Pretentious right. to well, I hear okay, and I will absolutely hear what you're saying. Except that, how much was this? More than 150? No, God no. God no. No. Uh, what percentage under 150? Significantly. Under, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, you did better than I did when I bought in this area. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, um, y'all may not know this, but Nick bought a house maybe two blocks away from me. Yeah. Which I do not have any longer. Right. Uh, but no, and I'll I'll say it honestly. I spent 110 on it, and you know, 110 to 150. I could have done 150. Right. I wasn't thinking in those mindsets. 
I wasn't thinking in that thought process. Right. In terms of if there was, you know, land available or something along those lines. And granted, the land would have been more, but, you know, one versus the other, you're not actually going that far out. But budget being budget, totally understand. That's why I'm prefacing this as dream home. Okay. Right? You could say I spent $500,000 on it because I want a, you know, mansion and I want it to be sprawling lands and, you know, all this stuff. And I want it to be in Center City. You know, it's a billion dollars. But And then I, how would you, like, I think getting land in Center City. Yeah, it would be impossible. What I'm saying is dream. Dream, dream, dream. Okay. Right? Uh, fiction. But when people think about this, right, it's like, it's like uh, Tom Segura talking about uh, how he was sitting there trying to figure out which yacht was right for him and right, his right, needs. Right, 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 right. Right. So that's what I'm talking about here. So when you're sitting there and you're dreaming... When I'm purchasing my uh, the private jet that I want to fly me around, right? Exactly. And you know, I think to myself, all right, do I want a mini bar in my jet, or and also, I yes, that you for do. A jacuzzi. Uh, no, who wants <laughs> who wants you soup at sixty thousand feet or whatever? It's forty thousand. Whatever. Good. I'm I'm going to space. It's a dream. Um, <laughs> well, shit. Low Earth orbit. Yeah. Yeah. Low Earth orbit. So no, what I'm saying is. We're we're sitting there and we're dreaming, right? And we're not thinking about all the little details that go into it. And we should be because it's our dreams that made our reality, right? I hear you. And we don't think about those little details. So we should start is okay. what I'm saying. All right. Tell me about your roof or, or your top level mm. in, your, in your dream condo. The roof? Yes. It would be phenomenal if it was a uh, some type of pool, like a see-through pool. So the, the, no, <laughs> yeah, I, I no, that's cool. Oh, is it? Oh, that's okay, fine. Okay. That's fine. Let's go with it. I was Let's totally go being it. ridiculous. No, don't, it, dude, it's your dream. You can be ridiculous. <laughs> so good jitters. So let, let's talk about your your uh, infinity pool, which is what you're describing. Oh, is that? Oh, yes. it has a name. Yes, when you have the one side that's all glass, especially if it's looking out at the water, it looks like the water never ends. It just goes into the river. That's the optical illusion. So it goes on forever. So it's called an infinity pool. And yes, mine would have one too, because it should. Yeah, except that you can't build solar panels on on an infinity pool. Ah, that's correct. However, that can be your rainwater collection system. Ew. Why you? I don't know. Why you? I don't know. I'm just being You've never swum in a river? I'll slap you with this microphone. Uh, <laughs> uh, never? Uh, Yavs. Exactly. So why are you saying ew? Puerto Rican. Pool? Hello. Yeah. I'm swimming rivers. I swam in the ocean. I I'm grew up in New England. I, I used to jump off bridges into the thing. <laughs> that was fun. Okay. That's dangerous. And very. Very. Especially when it had not been the a very Garble rainy season. The Garble Podcast does not sponsor the idea of jumping from bridges. <laughs> Don't try this at home. Trained professional or drunk 16-year-old. I, right. I can't remember. I can't remember. Anyway. Um, tangent, 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 off the rails. So what I'm saying is that could be your, your reservoir for uh, lack of a better term. Okay. I'm with you. Right? So now you're handling You're using your space with a dual purpose, which is also important when you're designing these homes because it's efficiency. Mm-hmm. So you have your rainwater collection and reservoir uh, set up there. Now, depending on how deep your uh, your your home is, your roof can be elevated 
right? Yeah. And it could be pitched directly for a 45-degree angle, which is, in the Northeast, the best angle for uh, collecting uh, solar. Southern-facing uh, southern 45-degree angle, best exposure. However, if you have, you know, and then if you're doing it that way, if you're envisioning your roof, let's say it goes over, kind of like how we're under your awning right now, right? So this is your pool area. The roof can be elevated and shot over the side, right? So you have the maximum exposure for your footprint at a 45-degree angle to keep solar panels completely aligned and not giving up that space that you're in. Okay. Right? Now, would you be opposed to uh, a single 45-degree angle back to front as opposed to sort of the, the A-frame style no, I would of go normal for the A-frame. You would go for the A-frame. Yeah. So you're to sacrificing maximize. the back. Yeah. Here's, here's an important question. You're sacrificing the back for electric uh, production with solar. Would you be willing to compromise on that vision? Sure. So it's a straight, it's a straight back triangle. Like then, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. At this point in fantasy land, uh, yeah, this is your dream home. You have to live here. Would you be willing to do that? Yeah, you get, you get double the production. Yeah. of electric. Of, yeah. Okay. Cool. Would, in your opinion, most people be willing to compromise that vision? No. Absolutely not, because they want the pool. You still get the pool. You still get the pool. Okay. It's just your roof is not your traditional A. It's more of a isosceles? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's just more of a triangle than a than an A. Okay, fine. You good with it? I'm good with it. You'd be willing to compromise. I don't see it as a compromise in fantasy land. <laughs> like, like, like you're selling this to me like this is like we're we're, we're doing this now i have I, like i get it well i have a surprise for you son what so i hit the lottery the other day so i'm building this house that you're doing you're fucking kidding me i am i am absolutely kidding you <laughs> you're a piece of shit all right folks we're gonna pause here for me to whoop <laughs> this ass <laughs> Don't play with me with the lottery. Like, you said that so fucking smooth. Yeah, and also, I I told you what I would do if I won the lottery, so that was not even outside the realm of... Right, and that's why I'm looking at you like... We need to have another conversation (laughs) off mic. We need to take this off mic. No, (laughs) sorry, dude. Nope. Uh, I do have two lottery tickets right now, oh, uh, that, okay. so that that might have been a little premature. Right, the American dream, right there. Yes, how about it? I, I've told you how I feel about lottery fucking tickets. I know, I know. I still play because I'm an idiot, but I also enjoy the fantasy, which is what we're doing right now. Okay, all right. So you'd be willing to compromise? How many people would be willing to compromise in their vision? Right? I don't know. I don't know because uh, this is so out, out outside the norm for most people. I think what most people do. Is that they take a home and they they fix it up. They fix it up and they live with it. You know, like how do I make this mine? Because yep. See, and I I think we need to get out of that mindset a little bit, mm-hmm. a little bit. Obviously, there are homes out there that are perfectly fine, mm-hmm. right? Because they were built before we had this mindset. I think any renovation that you do to that home needs to be with that mindset in intact, and you can still do reno. 
that is economically correct, right? Even coming down to landscaping and what you're, you're choosing to do landscaping-wise would be, you know, could make your home more energy efficient. It's just a matter of how many people are actually thinking in that mindset when they go and they do this. Okay. That's that's my point on that. So right now, the California you know, statute that is still in the works, they're still actually just sourcing ideas. There are already... Now, pe- what's interesting to me is that... Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. Uh, what's interesting to me is that usually what California does, the, the rest of the nation follows. When they actually pass it. Right. So this might end up becoming like federal at some point down the and line. And it should. I mean, the whole antithesis of this or the whole point point of the whole thing. Yeah, antithesis isn't the right word. Um, the whole point of doing this is because we have said, and many people have said, and, and scientists and government officials have all said, we need to take drastic steps to affect climate change. And for California to say, we want to do this and we want to do it in 2020. Okay. Is, you know, is at least recently unprecedented in terms of, you know, usually when you hear, we're going to start doing this and we're going to start rolling this in in five years and then in 15 or 20 years, you can be on pace for it, you know, and hit certain benchmarks along the way. That's usually how they do things. Yeah. Right. And and for them to be like, no, the next year, if you want to build a building, these are going to be the uh, the requirements. They haven't even said what the requirements are yet. And other than, you know, zero Don't mind electric, Mr. Softy guy. Anyway, we had a whole discussion on that. Yeah, too, the Mr. Softy yeah. racist-ass song is <laughs> driving by. <laughs> so uh, there's a chance for you to go into our archives. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice throwback. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it's all about branding. The, uh, the point being, uh, there was a point. Um, so. Oh yeah. The fact that they're coming in and saying that, you know, next year, 2020, we're, we're still coming up with this. Uh, and we're, and we're inviting people to give us, uh, ideas Mm. for this legislation. Uh, you know, it's already getting pushed back. Already getting pushback from uh, industry uh, builders and and uh, the electric and things like that. Uh, you know, the municipalities coming back and saying, "Whoa, let's let's take a look at this." Already pushback when we all know what needs to happen, and we all know that once once the rules are in place, you just adapt to it. Yeah, you just but adapt. They're not, they're not going to. I mean, well, well, they will. They will eventually. I think what's going to happen is it's going to get to the point of China, you know, and and it, we're not going to have any choice left. But because, unfortunately, that's the way that things fucking work. You have you usually have some guy who sees what's coming and is like, hey, hey, uh, we, we need to be attentive of this. Hey, oh, hey, th- th- this problem is coming up and everybody fucking just ignores him because he's forward thinking. And then you're in the middle of the shit, and then it's like, oh, wait, we should have... Yeah, but we've had 30 years of warning. And I think it's going to get to, like, 40 years of, you know, and then it's like, okay, we're at the the tipping... We're well past... See, this is the problem. It's going to get to... I'm, it's I'm, too late. I'm a man of science, right? And all this talk is great, but 
we're we're well past you know like i know that if in order for us to get anything done you know we we have to start tomorrow and um we would have to start tomorrow and it would take 100 years 100 to 150 years to correct a lot of the damage that we've done. So this isn't for us that we're doing it. It's for the four generations from now, five yeah. generations from now. Yep. And and wouldn't that be a legacy to leave when you're talking about leaving something? Yeah, I know, right? For the next generation, you know, leave it for, for down the line and, you know, be celebrated for it. Don't don't be the generation that everybody looks at and says, oh, if only, you know, I don't want to be that guy mm. at all. You want to take a pause for the cause? Yeah, let's do. All right. We'll be right back after these. Uh, I think we're back. Hey, what is this? And we're back. Oh, no. Oh, good. (laughs) I saved it. All right. Yay. We're back from our break, and uh, Ramon has uh, changed form and become Cheyenne. <laughs> into Cheyenne, yes. <laughs> so I uh, brought Cheyenne into the conversation, and I will bring her up to speed very quickly. Okay. So uh, what we were talking about uh, before Ramon went back to painting Correct. was basically uh, envisioning your dream home. Yes. Okay. So if I asked you, as I asked him. Right. To envision your dream home, what would it be? And we were talking about this earlier, so. Yeah. Um, it's funny. Growing up, you know, you think what your dream home is is something more of the lines. Like, I grew up in this area with a row home, and all I wanted was, yep. like, something similar to growing up. But when it really came down to the logistics of everything, I realized, like, I wanted something that was sustainable. I don't like. I don't like the idea of not have a ring responsibility over the resources that I'm taking up. Mm-hmm. And honestly, my big goal is to have an earthship of my own. I want to be able to have a greenhouse that is like, I can grow my basic necessities. I am able to gain and recycle water if I need to. I um, want to be able to gain my own energy. And I think it, it's a different form of freedom that I didn't know I wanted until it came down to like really what am i planning for you know so what was what was sort of the the turning point in terms of what you used to think a, a dream home would be for you um what, the turning point of where that changed yeah where where did you see did you do some research and you started seeing some things yes or, okay yes i did um honestly it all started because of i had a large change in my life and i recently stopped working at a bank okay. and i was having a lot of um it was i think i was i just recently turned 25 26 there's a lot of changes going on in my life and i started to ask myself you know well Tried doing the college thing, literally can't afford it. Trying to um, financially educate myself and all those things. And then I realized, like, to the nitty gritty, like, what effect I'm having on the earth and, like, what is my place going to be? Am I just going to, you know, save up and buy a home that on land that I don't really own and 
with a home that constantly comes with problems and I have no idea how to build it or how to fix these things. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, just a lot of questions kept on coming up, especially when I was working with homeowners. I was working with a lot of like mortgages and homeowners and really started seeing um, what that looked like on a day-to-day basis. Mm -hmm. And then I said, is this worth it? And then started asking myself, what would be worth it? If I'm going to spend that much money, that much time, that much effort, mm-hmm. what's going to what's gonna give me the most freedom and the most joy? And I came down to the fact that I was like, well, I want to be sustainable. And something I've always just carried with myself is trying the best I can to be environmentally conscious. Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, in our day and age, it's actually possible now. I know decades ago, like trying to make the change, like if you, it, it was harder, but now almost anybody can do it. If you have like a good, you know, support system of like family, friends, and of course money, but yep. it's a lot cheaper than it used to be. It is. And so I'm trying to figure out how I have facts and figures in my head right now. I'm yeah. trying to figure out which one to, <laughs> to lead with, but uh, take, take us through. Okay. Mm-hmm. What, what your dream home looks like. Ooh, okay. So, yeah, uh, start to finish. What, what does it look like? Wherever you'd like to start in that description. Um, well, my dream home right now is a like a, to have a, uh, a mobile conversion, preferably a school bus, but one that I'm going to come across, you know. Um, it could change in time just because of like what's available in auctions and stuff. Okay. But so, are but you talking you're about long term? Like, I'm talking about dream home. Like dream, dream home. Like hit, hit me with your dream home. Okay. Like, like I, I, I get we were talking earlier about uh, a bus conversion. Yeah. Uh, into a living space and something that you would actually drive, which is ambitious. I, I have no interest in driving a bus <laughs> or anything the size of a bus. Right, right, right. Don't touch it. Seriously, you just messed it up. Okay. Sorry, we're back. All right. Technical difficulties. But yeah, Technical. T- 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 step us through. Dream home. I think that's a good point. Yeah. There we go. So, yeah, start to finish. Okay. Um, I'll stop you along the way, but go ahead. All right. (laughs) You know, my dream too big. Um, But big dream home, honestly, I want a earth ship. I want to be able to have, like, solar panels. I want to be able to... Um, have like water reserves of my own, like honestly, like a, um, I can't remember the reservoir? name of, huh? Like a reservoir? Yeah, that's the word. Yeah. Yeah. You know, English words, things. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't remember the name of the architect, but that like start, um, that started like decades I'm, ago. I'm not, that. I'm not remembering off the top of my head. Either, yeah. And I, but yeah. he, like I've, I lo- that's where I started researching because I saw it and I was like, this is amazing. And I want that. And, um, it's how it works is that it's. Like half underground sometimes mm-hmm. for like geothermal, like um, for cooling and heating. Um, but I want that and to be able to just like literally just grow my own food, leave me alone, like be out. And I don't know if I want to be out in like uh, in the cold. Um, I think I want like co- kind of colder conditions for myself because. Okay. Know. Um, so so uh, let's back up a little bit for yeah. those who have not researched Earthships. Um, and I haven't done research on an airship for a little while, yeah. <laughs> so I'm a little rusty. 
But you said it builds into the earth to take advantage of the uh, the, the cooling. That's also yes. where it gets the majority of its material to reuse, correct? Correct. Okay. And there, um, it's the windows at the front are actually tilted. So mm-hmm. how it works is that you have that like that thermal mass to be able to help with cooling the home, um, as well as keeping heat in. Because when the um, I think I forgot how it goes. It's you have to have the fa- the house facing a certain way so that during the summer, you know, your windows are not facing the sun, mm-hmm. but during the winter. They are. You, they are, and you don't even have to heat your home because your home is just in the direct. It's in the right position, mm-hmm. so your home is cooled and heated perfectly. Your um, and then the building materials of them aren't your normal like steel and bricks and like drywall. I mean, I'm pretty sure you can, that some people are never you use can, that. You but can you can do it in inter- like and, on yeah, the interior and in, on the interior, but they're made from um, like. Honestly, like tires and plastic bottles and cans mm. and all these things, and it's built to last. And then internally, you can make it look however you want. Mm-hmm. So all these things, all these are resources that are literally just being thrown away, yep. not used. So a lot of recycled, a lot, lot of, of recycled resource, a lot of from the ground itself. Yes, um, it builds up from the you know. So you dig out basically a, a, a circular hole, right? Yeah, they, they are always round. They're right? kind of circular. They're um, some are circular, some are kind of more like rectangular. So more ovalish. Yeah, because it's okay. more so like the mat. Um, sometimes they'll build it into like the side of a. I know I've seen some people do it in the side of a mountain. Mm-hmm. There's this cute, adorable like Hobbit one. It was great. Um, but then like the other half, so it's like kind of a rectangular with the slant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, I think it's I think it's east west if you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's east west if you if you uh, do it that way because you don't get the southern exposure, right? But you still get the the day and the evening, right? Sun. Mm-hmm. So once you built that, right? Is the airship the one where the uh, roof space is usable for your water collection and your growing of things? Correct. Okay. So how it works is that there is um, a collect. It collects into a reservoir mm-hmm. where, um, depending on how you build your home, you know, you get to dis- um, decide the size of that. But the excess also goes to your um, greenhouse in the front. Mm-hmm. Also, when it comes to your, um, I know some places will allow you that, even your bathroom, your gray water, which as long as you use like organic soaps and material, um, stuff like that, are, that mm-hmm. are okay, that water can just go straight to your plants. And once again, you're using, it's already reused, it's going back to something that you're going to use again, mm-hmm. and um, like barely any waste involved in any of it. Okay. So you thought about the water. The, the water, The way I yes. was stepping Ramon through it was like, just describe your, uh, describe the kitchen. Oh, the kitchen. Oh. Um, for me, I believe... Because one, I don't, uh, I don't as much as I do love cooking with a gas stove. I do, but because um, you know, just growing up with that, I do yep. love it. However, I'm like, that's what a grill's for. So, um, but so your airship you, has a grilling deck, yes. <laughs> yeah, so I have to be able to grill somewhere. Okay. It'll, um, but honestly, I have like. When looking into it, I could just get an electric stove, or I was thinking induction stove top, to be yep. quite honest. Um, when Which it comes is electric, right? Yes. Okay, good. Yes, I, yes, I, yes. I didn't want to 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Um, I and do then, like the induction technology. I like that. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, and then, of course, you, not only with that, but with like stove using, um, what are they called? Not your ga- your classic gas stove, but convection ovens. Mm-hmm. So that that's electric as well, mm-hmm. sticking to that. And making sure that like my sink, that going, once again, mm-hmm. that it's a great tank that's going to something that can be reused again. Um, but design wise, what, what what's it looking like? Oh, see, here's the thing. That's the big thing. That's going to so, change like day to day. I feel <laughs> I, what I've come to realize after watching and kind of looking out to other like tiny home owners and as well as alternative lifestyles. And there's so many ways you can go with it. Mm-hmm. And I realized for me to like dream that far as, as design wise, I'm like, I'll put myself in a hole of dream daydreaming <laughs> for the next 30 years if that's really what's going to That's the kind of stuff that keeps Pinterest in business. So, yeah. I know, I know, I know. Um, All right, so I think we touched on most of it. I mean, you're using uh, mostly rainwater. Yes. You're, you're going to be in an area that has to be connected to municipals because I know that's most of the areas. Or no. For what? Like Any what? kind of new construction, usually, um, like if you wanted to do it in the city of Philadelphia, right. let's say, like Philadelphia mandates that you have to be on the electric grid. You also have to be on municipal water. Mm. You don't have to use it. You yeah. have to be piped to it. Right, right. Right. So there has to be some sort of inlet mm-hmm. to it, right? Yeah. But beyond that... If you're looking at uh, uh, going with, uh, like, solar, I assume. Yes. Right? What? Where are you putting that, considering you're using the uh, the space of the roofing mm-hmm. for uh, growing, right? Yes. So wh- where where do you do your, your solar if you're going to go that route? Um, honestly, by the time that I, that I have a earthship, I would hope that I actually have just land that I can just buy myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Having that said, I would honestly just pick a spot on my land and just be like, look, this is energy station. Here mm-hmm. we go. Because I know some, um, some set, people are set up and the, set it the up. ground grid. Right. right. And setting it up. Um, and even I was possibly even thinking about like having in some way of a rotation. So that way it's always like capable of following the sun, um, gaining sure. as much like energy as possible. But um, I've thought about putting it on the building itself. But I'm saying, like, if it is, if I am going to put it connected to a, like, some form of mass and then the water collection and the, the glass, I'm like, yep, you know what? I'll just have a station outside of that. I don't care if I have to go out in the cold or out in the hot heat, deal with the electric. I feel like that's a small price to pay yep. to have that form of freedom. It's, it's interesting that you would go, you would go, I would put the solar yeah. on the ground and the food on the roof because it's it's backwards. Either would work. Oh no 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 no! The the food is more um so the greenhouse part right? Yeah. It's not up there. Like. Oh, that's how you're. No no no! It's that's more, what I thought we were getting. Like if we're talking about the front of the building, it's slanted with um gla- um the window panels okay. slanted that takes in the sun. Your greenhouse is actually right up front. Ah, okay. Yeah. So it catches all that sunlight. So you're able to grow year-round as so well, you're growing, especially in the... Exactly. Okay. Doesn't matter what time of year. You're able to grow whenever you want. So it's right up front. And then 
Um, cause I, I've seen a couple of them like this and I really like that. Mm-hmm. Like the first thing you come into is literally this like jungle of a greenhouse that you've created and then you can be that's like, nice. you know, mm-hmm. and then you walk right into your live, um, like say that's it. And you have your front door. You can probably have a door straight into the greenhouse that leads to the house or a side door as well, mm-hmm. but leading that into like your living room and having, I would personally want a more like open setup. Um, like my living room, the dining room, the, I think the only thing that would be closed off is like the bedroom. That's it. Makes but, sense. Um, but yeah, that's why I said that the solar panels would be at a different place. Cause like the greenhouse and the windows being here, the water collection and reservoir system up top, but solar panel that can stay outside in its own station. Makes kind sense. of like my own little she shed of energy. <laughs> <laughs> Have you priced out what? something like that would would cost um yes i have looked into i've looked into a couple of different like people who have done this for themselves yeah first time i actually heard about this was because of a retired couple Mm -hmm. they picked this because literally it was actually the cheapest Thing they could do for themselves they said they didn't want to have like a home anymore to be paying all the you know for your utilities paying for this paying for yep. that da, da, da. Sure. all they needed to do was change their lifestyle and it actually ended up they used their like 401ks and their pensions and yep. that's all that they needed and i think you like remember that, the price tag? i think it was, it's the price of a normal home like a hundred uh, like i think there have been some people who do it from like 75,000, 100,000, mm-hmm. um, And depending on like how luxurious you want to be about it, of also, course. Also, not taking into account cost of land or anything like that. Exactly, exactly. Um, but it's the price of an average home nowadays. And that's the crazy part. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to see what the average cost is. Mm-hmm. Okay, that doesn't help. No. Uh, so, $225 uh, per square foot. All right. No. Well, I'll put it in terms I looked up for normal homes. Right, right. 146 147 something like that is yeah. the average cost of building a home, not taking into right. account anything like that. Land or anything. So, if it's roughly the same, yeah. right, yeah. from what you're researching, it could be half of that. Mm-hmm. It could also be exactly the same. All depending on, well, that's the freedom of it. It all depends on how big or how small you want to go. What's important to you? What are you going to invest in? Right. You know? And, and, that, and those are decisions that I don't think enough people, or I don't think people in general, right, take into account when they're saying, this is my dream. Right. Right? Right. So, given that, and I... And I I brought this up to you earlier, and the, yeah. and the whole point we're talking about this. Right. So uh, California right. was the state I couldn't come up with earlier. California gotcha. uh, is say, is right now in 2019 saying we're, we're doing legislation right. that will kick in in 2020. Right. Very quick turnaround. Very quick. And yes. what they're doing is they're, they're saying we want it to be zero uh, electric homes. New build, new buildings, new buildings need to be basically zero electric. They need to account for their electricity. Oh wow! So, 
They're going to do that through a series of uh, investments in energy. They're going to do it through, you know, yeah. uh, alternative energy, that, you know, that's generated there. They're going to do it through efficiency in building. Right. They're going to have to do all of that. Right. They're asking right now for advice on how to get that done. Yeah. And they're already getting pushback from the the, the industries. They're saying, yeah. oh, this is crazy. And it's not. It's if it's cost wise. Yeah. And we're taking we're taking a home yeah. and trying to apply it, I get this. We're taking a home and we're trying to apply it to even like your commercial uh, right. buildings. But if the technology and if the know how is there to build for about the same cost, if not less. Right. If not maybe a tad more. Right. If you can build it in a way that's gonna help us not hit this impossible mark where we can never come back. Right. Right? In terms of climate change. Right. Who's fighting this? Why is this being fought? It, we just need to change. And, and, and I get people saying, well, that's not what I want. You can't tell me what I want. No, I'm just asking you to think about it. Right. I think it's un- I understand the pushback even though I don't agree with it. I completely understand. <laughs> That's it. fine. You can you can um, you can understand something you don't agree with. Absolutely. Yes, I I think it's understandable that you know, for example, construction companies or like you know contractors who they have their they've already built their business. Mm-hmm. They already know what they're doing. They already have you know. And to throw this at them is probably seeing seeming almost like an attack. Like you're just attacking my livelihood. You're attacking how I do my business. How my family's affected. Mm-hmm. You know how, you know, my business is ran. I have families to take care of. At the same time, we have to, like, talk about realistically what sacrifices are we willing to, not only sacrifice, just all it takes is a life change. And I know it sounds really drastic. When you say it like that, yes. When you call it a life change. Because because it's a lifestyle change. It really is. Uh, Is it? For, for Americans who are who are keen on convenience, absolutely. What's not convenience about going outside and having your food? Because right it's there? not what they want. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that, but the, as we keep going like that, yeah. like that kind of back and forth, it it becomes no because I said so, and it, yeah, and it, and, it, and it starts to sound stubborn. Yeah, which you know I can respect it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you go, yeah, but you know what? Let's just change the rule. It's just like it's the same pushback, I think, as like fire codes. Right. Right. Like when you're building homes like these. Right. You have to put a firewall between them. And they're like, oh, that's going to cost more money. And it's like, yeah, but see how all of them burnt down? Can it, we, we're trying to prevent that. We're, we're trying to prevent that. So yeah. we're going to have to do this. It's yeah. in the common good. It's right. in the interest of the common good. It's for the common good of not only like not only you, yourself, your family, but like our country. We're going uh, environmentally. We're just at a point where if we don't take action now, mm-hmm. where are we going to be within the next like 10 years? Yeah. And, and it's not only like, okay. It's it's not only the the energy that we're taking up and it's t- about the water, how we're cleansing our water, how we're depending like 
don't get me wrong. I, I mean, I grew up on the same grid as everybody else. Yep. But I've just gotten to a point where I realized maybe I should take care of this as my own responsibility instead of putting instead of getting upset with the government consistently every single time about just, just live it instead of waiting and be like, you know what, I'm going to take this change and I'm going to do this. And it's, you know, it's really interesting. Well, that's really interesting. I was speaking with my father about this. Okay. And you know, he actually grew up on, um, he grew up in Puerto Rico. He grew up on the Island. He was, he grew up on the farm, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he would tell me, he's like, I, I was telling him about my tiny home and what I'm like, what my dream home is. Yep. And he was like, you know what? I think, you know, what's funny. I think you and my grandfather, your grandfather would have, would have gotten along a lot. And I was like, wow. He was like, he had solar panels. He, we yep. were the only ones that had solar panels on the house. We did everything ourselves and this and that. But then of course my, his parents wanted him to come to America you know, and to do the studies there and to grow his life. And he's grown mm-hmm. his life here. And now he's completely, it, it's funny. The life that he grew up with is the one is you're what aspiring I'm, to is yeah. what I'm thriving for and begging for now. Um, and I just hope that people realize like, yes, you can come to America and it's convenient. And we have all these state of the art, like systems of mm-hmm. how we're, taking care of our communities and our, our, you know, our cities. And sometimes the most simplest things are the greatest answers. Like we, I trust me, I love as convenient as my city is. I, I'm willing to pay the price to live a healthier and a more environmentally health conscious life. I feel like it's at this point, it's a no brainer for me. Yep. But that's just me. I think more and more people will come around to that thinking, and they'll do it on their own. We don't have to sit here and preach. Yeah, you can't force but anybody to do it. You, you really can't. You can't, but you know, at some point you put enough information out there, and hopefully they'll, they'll catch it. Right, yeah. right. I, got, I think at this point it's because you can say, well, the climate and this and that, and that. I feel like people are almost like desensitized to that. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah, it, it's, it's met that threshold, yeah. I, I hear you. But I want people to realize it's like – you know, we just can't keep on consuming. Like, really take, really walk around your house. Take into consideration how much energy are you taking up? How much water are you taking up? How much of this are you taking up? And then look at the problems that we have in our city. Look at the problems that we have in my, environmentally. It's right there. When you start to realize how much responsibility is actually on your own actions, you realize, oh, Okay, like, sure, I want my government and my city to do better, but what am I going to do? Yeah, it starts with the individual, right? Right, right. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining me. Absolutely. Do you want to plug anything? We usually let you do that. Um, I have <laughs> nothing to plug. I just want to say hello, that you're wonderful, you're beautiful, love you, and have a great day. Awesome. <laughs> All right, guys, well, that's going to do it for the Garble Podcast. Uh, Roz, <laughs> you want to say hi real quick? Okay, that was Roz. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Rozzy. One question from Roz, and then we're going to let you go. Why is Garbled Podcast so important to you? Because it gives me a chance to have an actual conversation. And also, when did you, like, when when did you, like, do Garbled Podcast? Like, what made you, like, do it? Because your dad and me 
<laughs> would sit down and we would have adult beverages and we would talk for hours and hours and hours and go, we should have recorded this. And then one day we recorded it. <laughs> and look, it turned out to be pretty fun. It did. It's not even showing my All right. face. All Say right. bye, Roz. Bye, guys. Bye. Have a good day. Bye. <laughs> Gobble Podcast. Gobble Podcast. Gobble Podcast at, at, at gmail.com and, and on YouTube and everything Ramon usually says. Okay, bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Garbled Podcast. Please go to garbledpodcast.com for updates and check us out on all the social medias. Like, share, and then join in on the conversation.